Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions, an opportunity for you to get a seat at the table. Today we hear from Dr. Sean Shapiro, who's making an impact by changing the mindsets about health from the outside in. Make sure you're taking the time to download, subscribe, and share out the Breakfast with Champion podcast because Glenn Lundy believes that if you can change the way people start their day, it'll make a massive impact in their life. So let's pull up a seat and let's join in on Breakfast with Champions. Absolutely. I'm going to take the opportunity to reset the room. Actually, I'm not. I'm just going to pass it to Dr. Sean, who told me that he was going to bring out his inner Glenn to reset the room. So I will. Thank you, Nathan, for your time. Thank you for coming to Breakfast with Champions stage. Amazing first segment. We're so grateful you're here. And I'm going to let my friend Dr. Sean reset the room. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Did you ever think we'd hear that? Well, good. What you are in the breakfast for dinner with Champions Room, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. We have now 15 hours of programming, and you are in hour 15. And it started at 5 a.m. this morning. It starts at 5 a.m. every morning, and I was here, and I see a lot of other people that were here. What are we doing? It, and it ends tonight at 8 p.m. with this segment and every other segment during the week. Don't forget, Saturday, we start off at 6 a.m., work all the way up till noon, and then don't forget to drop in with Darian Sanders at Club 111 on Sundays, right? Right now, if you would, I'd like to get this, this room number up just a little bit. Since we are going to the 8 o'clock hour, and I see my friend Tara here, I know that she would tell me that the number 8 is very important. I might give her a reason, to, I might give her a chance to do that. Could somebody bring Joy up for me? And... um in just a second but the reason i would like you to bring up eight is because it is a very important number and we need to blow this thing up so we can so 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 that people can hear what i have to say because tonight i am going to answer a lot of the questions that you you hear in the wellness in in the so-called wellness clubs here on clubhouse with a very simple and and very effective answer for everybody so tara can you tell us why eight is important hello my beautiful souls yes i love the number eight The number eight is actually connected to abundance, prosperity, and financial well-being. It's also connected to resourcefulness, hard work, determination, inner strength, Um, and spiritually, because that's my jam, eight is seen as like the balance or the equalizer, hence the shape, right? You look at it. It unites the consciousness with the conscious, and earthly, it's just spiritual, so... It's reflected in what you reap, you will sow. I love the number eight. Thank you, Tara. I appreciate that. And um, this is, this is of course, Wealth and, Wealth and Health Wednesday. And my name is Sean Shapiro. I'm a chiropractor from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I have been in this club since about March. And by the way, there are no more followers of this club. You need to actually join. So let's get off the pot, folks, and hit that, hit that membership, membership uh, button at the top under the greenhouse above Glenn's head, excuse me. And then uh, also invite some people to join the club because I think we got 90,000. I think we can make it 100,000 any day now. Um, I'm joined with, as I said, Tara. I brought Joy Farley out of retirement for the evening uh, shows to, to help me out. And I've got Nate here. I've d- I doubt we'll get more than poker chip clicking from Nate, but I am hopeful that he will be around. And he's already telling me I suck in the back chat. So thank you, Nate. Because uh, I told him not to do it until after I got through the reset. Anyway, um, there's a whole lot of 
things going around about health right now, right? And that and it's actually the the focus of almost every conversation that you hear. And I don't want to talk about what everybody else is talking about. What I want to talk about is fear. And fear has a lot to do with both health and wealth. And how you leverage your 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 wealth should be um, a lot should should include how you leverage your health. And I'm going to explain why tonight in a very simple way that you can take action on, okay, uh, and and allow you to make a decision that everybody is nervous to make. So, the most important thing you can do with your wealth, and I can te- speak from about this from, from experience, is make decisions from fear, right? You don't want to buy into anything. You don't want to take money out of something. You don't want to hit the panic button when it comes to your finances until you have all the information and you have and you know everything that you need to do. So why would you do anything different other with 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 something as important as how you feel and how you go about your life in this in in this physical form as we move through the universe, right? My question to you is, what are you afraid of? And the answer is a lot of us don't know because we were told that this disease it bothers people who have pre-existing conditions, and that's true. So do a lot of other diseases as well. But in this particular case, okay, the inflammation cycle that goes with most of the lifestyle diseases are, are, are such that when you get some, a disruptor like this, you can have a really bad reaction. And if you have that bad reaction, you, you should not be surprised because you, you because you knew all along that you were not you were not you know in the best of health to begin with. So those people should be as careful as they possibly can, and so should everybody else to protect those people as well. Because if we care for one person, we should care for all people. So that said, if you're afraid of of disease in general, and it doesn't have to have a name. If you are afraid of disease in general, the best thing you can do is to decrease inflammation. Because if you can decrease inflammation in your body, and I don't want to put everybody to sleep here. I promise it will get a little more exciting in a a minute. But if you can decrease inflammation in your body, well, then you have the opportunity, the absolute opportunity to stop any disease process as far as lifestyle diseases in its tracks. Now, sure, there are some genetic diseases, and we'll get into that in just a minute. And sure, there are things that happen to people that they get exposed to things that they didn't even know about, and that's tragedy. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about most of the people on this planet, most of the people who have a choice about their health, and most of the people who can really make an impact by not getting sick. And when I say not getting sick, I do mean asymptomatic, because that's what that means. It means that you carry a virus, but you are not sick. And that's an important thing to, to, to realize. And you carry bacteria and you carry fungus and you carry all that stuff, but you don't get sick because you have inflammation under control. That's the first thing I would tell you. There are a couple ways to do that. And I don't have a lot of time to talk about those because I want to get some feedback from the crowd in just a few moments about what you do to leverage your health and, and how you and if, and if anybody has any fears. Let's get those on the table, but we will not use the V word. We will not use the J word. We will just talk about, we will just talk about ma- making decisions about your health and what the implications are. So 
Getting information under control is a really simple process. You have to be able to turn inflammation off. All of us have a toxic diet of omega-6 fatty acids. Those omega-6 fatty acids are in seed oils and all kinds of oils that you use in fast food and things like that. So if you're eating fast food, stop. If you're eating Fruit Loops, sorry, Glenn, stop, right? Because that's got sugar and it's got the seed oils in it as well as a binding agent. So if you have these oils in your body, those oils, those oils are causing the inflammation cycle to increase. Okay, those are omega-6 fatty acids, and it's a part of a thing called prostaglandin. We're not going to get into that, but just know when you eat omega-6, most likely, if you have a standard American diet, a sad diet, then you are already toxic on omega-6. And what I mean by toxic is you have so much of it that inflammation can run it out of control at any time. What you need is more omega-3s. You need more omega-3s in order to turn the inflammation cycle off. There's been a lot of research by four or five researchers out of Harvard, out of Princeton. You can look these, these studies up where, where inflammation has been found to be turned off by, the, by a factor called resolvents. And resolvents come when you have enough omega-3. So you have to find a balance. And we call that a ratio. Your omega-3 to omega-6 ratio is... Your, your doorway to a healthier life. If you have a lifestyle disease right now, if you have something that you're afraid of, then you have the absolute ability to overcome that by getting that ratio under control through food and supplementation. I'm not here to sell you supplements. I'm not here to sell you anything. I am here to sell you the, your body's ability to heal itself without the use of drugs and surgery. That's it. Because it's not always the answer. And it seems like the easy way, but it never is. Because one thing leads to another. And before you know it, every system in your body is failing because we're suppressing all the things that are supposed to keep us healthy. But you can eat fish oil. You can find healthy fish oils that you can take as a supplement. I'm sure there's a million people in this, on this app that can probably sell you something pretty good. Look up Dr. Phil. He's a good guy. He can sell you something. My point is... You have the absolute, again, you have the absolute ability to turn this inflammatory cycle off. And if we weren't talking about everything else other than what is not about health, okay, then, then, you, then that would be the number one topic is that you can turn inflammation off yourself. You don't need an Advil. You don't need an naproxen. You don't need any of that stuff. Hope I didn't kill any sponsorships. My point is you have control. And you don't need to be in fear. The problem is, is that most of us won't take the 60 to 90 days it takes to get that ratio under control. And to be honest with you, most of your doctors don't even know how to order the test. And I'm not being funny about that. They don't know how to order the test because it wasn't something that was part of the panels in school because it actually gets you healthy. So I'd like to hear what people have to say about that. Is there, is there, I know that I'm getting, I'm getting dinged for not mentioning that there are, there are, plant-based things but can i get it can i get some mic flashes about anything that anybody had to ask for a question or say or or debate me about because i love a good debate that's just me all right let's start with dr Rowe, and i'll work my way down to megan and then we'll go to i think nibia has something to say because she's she's chiming in right in the back chat there 
So I just have a question, uh, since this is your wheelhouse. Um, for about four years, I went through some medical things, and um, it turned out that I had eight pilari um, inside. And so they were saying it came from Haiti and other places I ate, or I had dirt as a child, who knows. Anyways, um, it ended up resulting to a couple of surgeries, and it has made me really rethink how, what I eat, you know, uh, even water. I'm afraid to drink uh, unless it's filtered, things like that. So my question to you, um, since it also affects, you know, even my bone structure, all kinds of stuff um, in my body, what other things can I do to ensure that I remain healthy, you know, beyond my 50 years right now um, so I can have 50 more years of, of healthy living? Okay. So, Dr. Rowe, I want to be real intentional with the question, and I want to ask you. So, you had H. pylori, right? And that was yeah. in your stomach or in your gut? They said it was in my stomach. Oh, sorry. Did you actually have an ulcer, or did you did did you not have any symptoms? Yes, of pain? I. Yes, they thought it was. Um, they kept saying it, that it, I had I needed a hysterectomy, you know, stuff like that. So when they actually went in there, I had I can't remember the name, but it was two of them that men usually have on both sides of their body. It's not an ulcer; it's something close. I'll have to look because it's been a few years. But they removed it. I do feel better, but if I drink like Mountain Dew or any other stuff like that, it tears my stomach up. So I don't even know if it'll ever go away technically. But I'm just curious, you know what what things you do. I'm getting better. My husband's like water, 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 but that doesn't always work. And I feel like my bones are aching sometimes. And he's like, you need to go to the Cairo. I'm like, nope, I don't want my neck cracked. So I know you don't like me saying that, but um, just curious <laughs> what you have to say. I got you. So yeah, getting your neck cracked would be a great idea. And, uh, and I'd be happy to do it if you wanted to commute to New Hampshire anytime. I don't have a license in Minneapolis or Minnesota where you live, but I also want to point out that I am not a medical doctor. I am a chiropractor. I do. I am not dispensing advice. I would just tell you what I am just telling you what I would do in the situation. So thank you for that. Letting me get, put that disclaimer out there. And I'm going to actually ask my nutritionist in my clinic who's here on stage to answer the question for me because she is really who I defer to on this stuff, but I'm guessing we would do something with it with HCL, right, Sarah? Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, can you guys hear me? I'm currently at the gym of bad reception. Yes. Okay, perfect. So, so Sarah, yeah, would you... we use HCL for that? The proper way to restore that and get her to never drink Mountain Dew again? Absolutely. So you really have to check the stomach acid balance. And there's a lot of different tests that you can do. You can even get salivary pH strips. And salivary pH strips are really cheap. So that's kind of something you can just order on Amazon and see kind of what you're working with. But there's also a lot of symptoms. So low stomach acid actually has the same symptoms as high stomach acid. And typically you get at H. pylori because you have too low of stomach acid to begin with. So that's how the bug kind of gets in there. And it makes a nice cozy home in the lining of your stomach because you didn't have a high enough pH to kill it off. Or sorry, low enough pH to kill it off. Low it wasn't enough. acidic enough. Low enough. Yeah, exactly. So you have to make sure that you get your levels back up to resting. And you can directly use HCL, which is a super cheap supplement. And usually you only need less than a bottle before your body kind of kicks in and starts to make enough of its own. 
you can also use bitters. So that's also something that's a little more gentle and it helps heal the communication between your brain and your GI tract so that digestion starts to work appropriately again. Did that make sense? Did that help you, Dr. Rowe? Yes. Can, you, can, you, you, can, you can back channel me and we can definitely, uh, you can definitely talk about it more uh, on the back channel. I don't want to give too much advice so that somebody doesn't run their own show there, but I appreciate it. Thank you for the question, Dr. Rowe. I really appreciate it. And thank you for coming back. I know you're busy. Um, anybody watch, was it T Megan who was next? Sean, yes. I have to get to my, yes, I'm sorry, it was uh, not at my microphone. I just, all I really want to say, uh, Dr. Sean, is uh, I, you know, Tamara was uh, speaking earlier about the word alignment and attunement, and uh, I am so aligned with you in this, having been in the um, health and wellness arena with a medical spa. And the other thing I really want to share with people is that God really wants us to heal inside out. And, um, and you touched on this a bit that, you know, um, medication and surgery just sets up a cascade of so many other challenges. And there's so many things uh, that can assist in um, pre-surgery uh, and post if there's challenges. But I, in 2018, um, needed a knee replacement. I really did. I could not walk. And uh, I did a lot of research and did not want surgery because uh, it was a 60-40% and 40%. I did not want to be part of that. So I chose, uh, after research, I had stem cell regenerative therapy. And almost three years, it was in November, three years in, I have a new knee. And so, you know, there are other things that we can look to, but it takes that time and that research and trust and, you know, it is that alignment of, uh, as I was saying earlier about uh, cryptocurrency and other uh, dynamics, it takes really trusting people. So like yourself, look at that information, just like with bitters, who would think, you know, that that would help with a condition like that. So I just want to say, please be your own advocate. It is imperative and the information is out there, but you have to align yourself with people that have information. Thank you, Dr. Sean, for doing the segment. It's it's so needed. Be blessed. Thank you, Megan. I appreciate that. So who do we have next after Megan? I think Nibia was going to go. She's still here. Hey, yes, I'm here. Did you have something you wanted to add? Well, I just love the fact that you're mentioning <laughs> you're mentioning about the omega six and omega threes. That's so important. Um, I don't know if you know, but, but I've been healing lupus with nutrition and IV symptom spree for four years and a half now. And the way I got that, it was through nutrition and definitely the omega threes and omega six ratio. It's just so important in my life. And uh, I'm vegan. I'm actually high raw, and uh, I don't get my omega threes from fish. And I believe the fish, the way they get omega threes is through eating sea vegetables. So um, I just go to flax seeds and chia seeds, and I have flax oil. So I use flax oil in my salads instead of olive oil. Um, but I just wanted to add that because if there are any vegans uh, in the room, I would like to represent them, of course. And uh, thank you for, for holding the room. 
My pleasure, and thank you, Nibia. And she has a good story about her fight with lupus, so check her Instagram out. She can she can help you too. Um, that 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 said, we're we're talking about inflammation. We're talking about not being afraid of your body, not letting the let, not letting all the noise scare you into making decisions that you don't want to make. Now, this is not do I get it or do I not get it. This is if you get it. It requires you to have a healthy immune system. Do you get that? Does that sit? Does that hit home for you? That if you get the vaccine, that it is that it requires that you have an immune system to fight whatever is helping you fight. If your immune system is not healthy, you will have a problem. You will have a problem with processing the vaccine and. Nine times out of 10, I would guess, I don't have a study that says that, but I've done this long enough. I've seen enough bodies to know it's the inflammatory processes of the bodies, the cytokine storms that sort of run rampant through our bodies because of the food we eat, because of the thoughts we think, and the lack of movement. Sitting is the new smoking, right? So who out there has a question or has something to say about what they're going to do to start thinking about their bodies as something that shouldn't be feared and something that should be allowed to help heal itself very 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 oh brianne i like that picture thank you she's the only clubhouse person i've met in real life and annette has a question sweetheart i'm sorry i hit my mic by accident who was that again it was annette annette please hi dr sean and everybody what are you um, doing up what are you doing up? <laughs> i know it's uh 20 past 12 but uh, sometimes I don't get to bed until one or two o'clock. So anyway, um, yeah, it was just a recommendation, really. Um, the 8th of April this year, I um, I did 75 hard. Um, so for anyone who's kind of worried about getting off of some of the, the really bad foods, if you take that challenge for 75 days, um, it'll change your life effectively. It's changed mine. Um, lost nearly 40 pounds in weight, um, sometimes get tempted to, um, you know, go back a little bit on some of the things I used to like. And so far, I can't. <laughs> I go to the shop intending to buy some bread or to, you know, have a burger or something. And no, won't happen. <laughs> Doesn't happen. So, um, yes, you can, you know, fight for your body and um, give up all the stuff, even though at the beginning it seems like, you know, you might not be able to, but I hardly eat any sugars now. Um, no bread, no pasta, no potatoes, no crisps. And at the beginning of the challenge, I never would have thought that I would have had this result. So um, that's my, um, my offering for tonight. And I hope it's useful for somebody. Uh, I'm parking my camper van. <laughs> Thank you for parking the camper van with us tonight. I appreciate it. Jo uh, you know, my favorite person who did the 75 hard is, I don't think anybody has, anybody who knows the stage has to guess, it's everybody's favorite 75 hard athlete is Joy. Did you want to talk a little bit about that, what you went through and what your your, your feelings are on it? Hello, hello. I'm so excited first that you have your own segment. That makes my heart really happy. And health is definitely something that we can all glean from as a community. So I'm really excited that you're rocking and rolling. Great segment. 
So for me, I think I had mixed reviews about 75 Hard. I'm so grateful that I made it to the the end. I know if if you're doing the challenge, how you're just like crossing off the days, like, oh my gosh, 75 days doesn't seem like a ton. But it really had a lot of, um, I mean, I live in chronic pain. I have degenerative arthritis in my left foot, and I think I just went too hard in the paint. So I think between the fighting inflammation and honestly I think I threw myself into like adrenal fatigue afterwards so I feel like I'm in recovery right now and um, I've been done with 75 hard for like five weeks so I would love to hear your thoughts Dr. Sean about what would it look like because there's fitness and food freedom Um, because that's been something I've really been struggling with since I've completed the challenge. One, I was super proud that I made it to the end, but I feel like right now I've been like fighting myself um, back into a sense of normalcy. So any advice on that, I'd really appreciate. What do you mean by normal? When will you be normal? I don't think so. But anyway, um, I think that my advice for it is if you're going to do it, then I would do, I would literally do it with the intent to reverse the inflammatory process while you're doing it so that by the end of the 75 days, roughly you'll have, you'll have, you'll have the ability to recover. I think a lot of people that do it um, don't realize how, how extensively inflamed their bodies are. And I don't think they even, I don't even think that they actually realize how inflamed their brains are, right? Their neurology is 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 a problem and it makes it helps it hard makes it hard to make decisions um when your neurology and your glandulars you talked about adrenal fatigue are 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 depleted right so my point my point would be is when you do it do it with the intent to to not only not only eat differently but eat smartly and and that means some supplementation unfortunately because you just can't get enough fish at this point to do it in 75 days but um again that's something you can back chat me on uh if you want more information about that i can tell you and i can give you sources uh that you can read up on it which i really recommend everybody do is just start reading the studies because a lot of the studies that you get from the media are only partial truths or partial stories you can take any part of a, of, of a summary and make it sound like this didn't work and that didn't work. Let's talk about zinc and calcium. Four NIH studies done, all four canceled within two weeks of starting because there was no appreciable change in, the, in, in subject uh, morbid, more truth was, the truth is that whenever you're gonna supplement with something, it takes a while to build up those levels, and it depends on the type of depletion you had and also, which they don't put in the studies, what type of zinc, what type of calcium were they using? If you're looking for an answer to that question, if you're afraid, then you should be looking at a chelated zinc as well as calcium lactate. Those are the two things that your body's used to fight off disease. The calcium lactate will actually help you with sunburn too. So there's a lot of benefits to having a good amount of calcium and the right type of calcium in your diet. I appreciate the question, Joy. And I see that Laura Wilde has joined us. Hello. Hey, everyone. Happy evening or morning, wherever you are. Dr. Sean, thank you for having this segment. I love hearing you talk because you've given me so much help with my health. 
And I had a, actually had a question. Is that okay? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So uh, I, I believe that I was born immunized. That's what I say, born immunized. And I had COVID like right at the very, very beginning. I worked with an NBA basketball team. A lot of them have even tested for the antibodies. So anyway, I've walked through my life without fear of catching things. You know, I'm pretty, I've traveled the country, you know, for the last two years, feeling good, feeling great. And one of my uh, teachers in holistic health says that it's because of my bold attitude that my immune system and my immune cells, which are mini me cells, are bold as well. So I wanted to ask you about the personality of immune cells, if that makes sense to you. And also, I have been so lazy, I haven't taken vitamin D, but I take zinc and C and how crucial or important is vitamin D. And if you already answered that, I'm sorry, but immune cells, um, mindset, and also vitamin D. So I would love to hear what you have to say about that. Okay, so let me start with the cells in general because it doesn't make any difference what kind of cell it is. The simple fact of the matter is that your cell is made up of a couple of different things, right? It has a nucleus, it has a cytoplasm, and it has a cell wall. I'm not here to give you an anatomy or biology lesson, so don't, we'll spare you. But in that nucleus, there is something called DNA. And this is something that's used against the American public and every public as far as, far as creating fear because nobody really understands it, including the experts that tell you what it means. But, I, but we, what we do know, what the science really tells us, and we had pioneers like Bruce Lipton, love to get him on this app. If anybody's got a contact for him, he can be on this segment anytime, and I will buy his ticket to the show. But simple fact of the matter is, is that what's happening to our cells and what happens with our DNA is completely dependent on the cell's belief about what's going on in the environment. And this is called epigenetics. Let me say that again for the people in the back. The cell does what the, the DNA does, what the cell thinks is happening in the environment. So if you're constantly in stress, if you're constantly in fear, and you're constantly in worry, your cells will act like they are constantly in fear, constantly, constantly under stress, and they will not perform properly because they will be doing things to, to, to save you from any kind of danger that might be happening, right? So if you believe in an abundant universe, Laura Wild, and if you believe in the ability of the body to heal itself, and you think that your cells are happy little unicorn cells, well, guess what? <laughs> your, your little unicorn cells will absolutely, and if you don't know why I'm saying this, because Laura, Laura literally has unicorns all over her house, um, and that's why I said her unicorn cells. But if, if, you, if you believe those things, if you believe that you live in Einstein's universe that is friendly, then you have the absolute ability to not get sick, in my opinion. Now, there are, again, there are things that are going to happen. You could, get, you could get irradiated. Your microwave could blow up. You could have things happen. But you will not get lifestyle diseases if you believe those things. If your mindset is that of, that of a healthy person, even if you're not healthy now, you will get 1% healthier, and that's not a real number, but 1% healthier, I'm guaranteeing it, if you continue that. And if you continue it long enough, your beliefs will become your reality. Again, same thing as mindset with money, same thing as mindset with health. There is no difference. There is no difference for anything that you want in this world. Anything. I hope that answered your question, Laura. What was the second part? 
That was awesome. Uh, yeah, and The Biology of Belief is the book by Bruce Lipton, in case people didn't catch that. Bruce is an incredible speaker, doctor, teacher. Okay, the other question was, uh, vitamin D3, I guess, is the one to take. And I, I mean, I know we're not giving medical advice, so, but I just wanted to ask kind of your take on it because I have kind of discluded it from my repertoire, and I just wonder if it's super important if I'm getting regular sun. Like, am I absorbing enough vitamin D if I'm not supplementing? Oh, boy. I hope Dr. John's not in the room because he's not going to like my answer. So uh, if you are using sunscreens uh, too much, if you're not getting full exposure to sun, then there is a good chance that you're not getting enough vitamin D. Okay. There are other, there are other factors. Again, your omega-6 to omega-3 fatty acid ratio will determine the composition of, your, of, of the cell lining in your skin, right? They'll use whatever omega they can get. If you don't have enough omega-3, they'll start converting omega-6s into cell linings and therefore not have the same refractory. That's right, I said refractory. They will not have the same refractory rate of an omega-3 dependent cell. And what that basically means is they're not going to pass the light through properly. So getting your omega-3 to omega-6 fatty acid ratio is really important, but also vitamin D is essential Oh, God, I don't know. There's like 400 billion things that vitamin D is used for, right? Your hormonal systems, your, your just, just name it, and vitamin D probably has some kind of, has an adjacency to it or it has some kind of active part of it, okay? So vitamin D is important, but your source for vitamin D is also important, and that's why it's really important to do your research on your supplement companies. And if you're buying them from CVS and if you're buying them from Walmart, chances are you're not even getting <laughs> what you're paying for. So my advice is to look deeply into that. I'm sorry? I heard some reaper, but we can hear you. Gotcha. So anyway, that's that said, so vitamin D is, is essential to anything, but you can get it from the sun, but you can't, but if you're constantly blocking it, it's going to be harder. And that's a hard thing to get your head around. And I wish Dr. Phil was here to sort of back me up on this, but there are ways to protect yourself from the sun without sunscreen. And again, I thought Dr. Phil was uh, starting right now. That's the only reason why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> is a poker Nate, lifestyle a healthy lifestyle? I think that's the next question that Nate Forrest is going to ask. But Dr. Sean, that answered my question. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And Nate, do uh, you got some chips to clink for us? Because I know that's what, what you love to do in the room. I am chip free right now, but uh, look at you. I definitely had a lot of chips last night, and uh, we'll be participating in the chip game with Scott Stablins here in about an hour. Wow. All right. There's some two power players, and they're going to have a good night from what I understand. So congratulations. And William Nate. Tong. William Tong is Oh, I told dinner. you he was there. Yeah, that's Stay awesome. Tuned. That's awesome. That's awesome. So we have, uh, we, we, we're coming up to that fir the first half hour, and we have, I'd like to reset the room. Um, if you look down at Brianna's picture, that's her in front of me, me in front of my clinic. Uh, it was one of my first IRL meetings. And, you know, uh, Rihanna and I didn't know each other real well, <laughs> but we met down in downtown Portsmouth, which is, an which is an awesome little town. And then we just sort of got, you know, we got along online. We got along in Clubhouse. We, we got to know each other. And it was so relaxed and easy that this girl just got in a car with me and, <laughs> and drove away in my truck. And I took her to the clinic, and we and I showed her around and everything. And the IRL stuff is really important, right? So 
if you're enjoying, you know, the, the programming that, you're, that you've heard all day long, like literally all day long, right, Sarah? So, Sarah McCord, sorry, I get Matt Caraman. Then I don't know if you've heard this or not, but Len Lundy is throwing a party. He's throwing a party in Lexington, Kentucky. And if you fly into Louisville, you get to go buy two or three distilleries so you can sample some bourbon from the, from the source. This is November 5th through the 7th, and, and uh, it's to celebrate the thousandth episode of his show, Rise and Grind, which he's had on Facebook. Uh, I think he's 940-something right now, and I'm sorry if I'm wrong on that. But basically, man's a, man's a legend on Facebook and just loves that show. So we're all going to get together and celebrate. Some of your bre- bre- yeah, Breakfast with Champions favorites like Glenn, Tamara, Amelia, David Meltzer, and so many more will be there. And if you go to growforgod.com for tickets, you can grab your spot and meet us all there. So thank you, uh, thank you, Glenn, for, for allowing us to go to your barbecue. We really appreciate it. I will not steal the TV. Does anybody else have any questions that I can answer right now? I'd love to get more audience participation. I feel like I'm talking nonstop here. I, I see, see Susan. Susan. Yeah, yeah thank, th- thank you. Hi. Hi. Okay, so I was going to say it's Susan down in the corner. Um, Dr. Sean, you know, I missed the first 10 minutes. I don't want to take you off of whatever your plan was for today, but, you know, I heard you talking about the 75 hard, which I'm in the middle of right now when I'm walking, and, you know, I'm older. I'm in my late 50s, and all of a sudden I have aches and pains. Language. Language, Susan. Language. You're I'm a older? youngster. What does that even mean? There no. you go. I'm a youngster. Well, I actually, you know, I have to tell you, I feel better than I have in a long time. But I do have, you know, I'm feeling the aches and pains in the joints. I'm not doing any impact. I'm just walking and yoga. And um, I'm hearing a lot about liquid collagen for joints and stuff like that. Do you have any opinions on that? Is that all? you know, another gimmick. Um, I'd love to hear what you think. Thank you. I appreciate the question and I'm gonna, and I am, if nothing else, honest. I don't know anything about the injections of liquid collagen into joints. I have heard of it. I've actually seen the procedure on YouTube and that is the extent of it. So I do not have any information about that. But if you DM me, I will pull some articles for you on it and see if we can get some answers for you. You can tell me what you're specifically looking for. And I'd be happy to help you facilitate those answers because I don't have the answer to the question. But I do appreciate the question, Susan. And you're right. You are a youngster. I can hear in your voice. There's a lot of love there for yourself. And I'm so proud of you for doing 75 hard. I know that I can't. And I and, and I wish I, I wish I had made it through my first trial. Hey, right, thank see, you for speaking. Yeah, Angie, Can I, I saw in? you. Yeah, absolutely, Angie. I see you clicking there. Go ahead. Thanks a lot. No, I was just going to say, um, so I'm a scientist, so I'm coming at this from the scientific perspective. So if you are looking for information about something and somebody up here on stage, for example, can't provide you with that information because they don't know, um, I really recommend for everybody to get familiar with these two resources. But if you Google the word PubMed, P-U-B-M-E-D, PubMed, that's basically a scientific database with all sorts of evidence-based articles on pretty much any topic. It's like a Google search engine, but for research papers, that's one. And then another really good resource is Google Scholar. So if you just type in Google Scholar or you go to the Scholar tab on the Google page as well, 
both of those are really great um, for you to be able to look up scientific resources. They're peer reviewed, they're published, evidenced, et cetera. Um, I do always warn people that if you have issues with interpretation, because I think a lot of problems comes from laymen trying to interpret scientific articles. And if you don't have statistical statistics knowledge or you don't have um, any kind of experience with scientific articles per se, it can be a little bit difficult to interpret. My advice to you is reach out to a fellow scientist and ask them to help you interpret it. Many of us will be really glad to do so. Um, I know if you DM me because you don't understand something in a paper, I can either direct you to somebody that does or I can help you interpret it myself. Just wanted to put that out there since they're two really good resources and they are available to the public. Thank you, Angie. And I don't send them there because of what you said. I told them I would help them look for the information, but I appreciate you and I appreciate you bringing that up because it's really important that we do read that stuff. Angie, let me ask you a question. Have you ever heard somebody quote a study and only quote part of the study in order to make a point? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I'm a scientist. Happens all the time. <laughs> and it happens within the scientific community, too. So, yes, absolutely. So my point is, is that I don't think everybody wants to lie to you. I don't think everybody wants to pull the wool over your eyes. But I do think that people get desperate for content and they will use whatever they can to sort of slightly misinform you by just quoting part of a part of a study so like walt whitman said look look at it yourself in the song of myself he said look at these things with your own eyes do not get them from mine or something like that i'm not a poet and everybody knows that so who else would like to share or tell us give us something else as far as wisdom that like um i'm sorry angie just did i see uh oh boy nimloke is that how i say that Let's try again, doctor. I'm going to challenge you. I thought you were going to challenge me and let me try. Let me let me stumble over the name a little bit more to make me look even sillier. So Nemlokai, is that correct? Try one more time because you're a smart doctor. Nemlokai. You did it. Good job. How are you all doing? Thank you so much, uh, doctor. Thank you. Um, Kimberly, you know, I love you. Laura, I love you. Renee, I love you. And I'm so glad I've finally been able to come to a stage that you're in. I'm going to ask doctor a question and then I will ask Renee. Renee, are you here? Can you please flash your mic if you're here? Because I have a specific question for you, Renee. I don't think she's here. Okay, doc. My name is Namilo Kai and I breathe and literally breathe and eat and all think and anything you can think of the name you can think of with alternative medicine i do not like medication i am so allergic to so many medications i'm so glad that i am allergic to them because then i can be able to use alternative medicine so i had i do i i have chiropractors uh, a chiropractor that i think i probably need to get a different chiropractor because i feel like i'm not getting any more change uh, and the reason, this is the question I want to ask you. Twenty-eight, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is a hot mic. Okay, so um, I get like two massages, ninety minutes a week, to help to continue helping me with my healing journey. I use them for uh, to heal my trauma, uh, trauma that I went through. I am a survivor of female genital mutilation, survivor. Let me just say, general gender-based violence, and so I have lost over 145 pounds. Uh, I like wow. to say, of pain. Congratulations on that. Congratulations Thanks. on that. 
thank you. I lost 112, but literally, because I was 350 pounds, and now I'm 165. So my math is off right now for a minute. So, and all that I say, I, lo I lost all that. It was a lot of pain that I had within me. And so I literally believe in alternative medicine because no other scientific medicine, in my opinion, would have been able to help me. Uh, because if I use CBD oil and everything, I don't like mental health medication. And disclaimer, I work as a mental health practitioner, but I'm not going to ever tell anybody not to take them if they need it. I just don't do it. So this is my question to you. What diet, because I know you know the answer to this because you're a chiropractor, would you recommend for anti-inflammation? Um, well, I think that the diet is... is um is a very complicated answer. Uh, so I, I appreciate your question, but I think the most important thing is that you get as clean as possible, first off. And second off, you need to move in more omega-3s. Um, if you have, if you, if you, if you've been obese in the past, chances are your inflammatory processes are still a little out of control. And therefore, you don't, and if that's the case, then you don't have enough omega-3 fatty acids in sort of reserve to turn inflammation off, okay? And that's really important is to have your omega-3 to omega-6 fatty acid ratio. Now, there are people on stage who are much better at giving you a diet plan than I am, and my friend Sarah Karaman will, is she still here? Did she, or did she abandon me? Yeah, she, she had to go back. She, she was at the gym. Um, my, my nutritionist, Sarah Karaman will tell you that for sure, because I am a sugar holic, right? So in order to get healthy, in order to get clean, you need to r remove processed sugar and most of the fruit sugar from your life, because those sugar, those fruit sugars, uh, are coming from GMOs right now. Um, you need to add omega threes and you need to get clean sources of food. And what I mean by that is you cannot use, uh, you cannot use regular produce anymore if you want to get clean you need to get the, the, the produce that's organic or beyond organic if that's what your goal is if you want to get as healthy as you possibly can and you want to reduce all inflammation you get rid of sugar you get rid of toxic chemicals from food and you get you, you add as many fish based omega-3s in your case, probably EPA, but you might want, but EPA or D, DHA as well to your diet in order to get that balance and get that ratio up. That would be my recommendation to you. I appreciate the question and I'm going to move on. Okay. Do you feel served? Yes. Thank you so much. I feel served. And yes, the reason why I've lost all that weight because I moved from regular food to real true food, not the fake food, like a real beyond organic. So thank you so much. I'm very appreciative, and I'm so glad you were here. I've heard you speak before, and you you always have such a good energy. So thank you so much for that. I saw, oh uh, boy, H H E D I E A Hedi. Is that your? Is that how I pronounce it? It's it's Hedi. They call me Heidi. Either works. Thank you. I'm actually so glad I came to this room because listening to this conversation um, just confirms like everything that I've been working on. Um, so I'm a founder of a health technology uh, company here in Canada, um, and we're coming to U.S. in a few weeks. 
and we're trying to solve this gap of people not knowing to go to for what when it comes to health and wellness. Um, I've spent my entire career in, in health, in, I was a clinician, and um, I've also, um, you know, I, I also have an MBA, so I've done business and consulted startups. And what I saw was this gap of when we're looking for a certain health solution, it's it, the average public doesn't know exactly which practitioner does what. And especially when it comes to holistic healthcare, um, you know, there's so many different solutions out there that a lot of people don't know about. Like the whole, the word epigenetic does not mean anything to average population. Like um, there's so many DNA testing. There's so many, like gut health, like so many supplements, so many different things that people have a need for, but they're not even sure what to search, like what to even put on Google search. Um, so anyways, that's what we're trying to solve. Um, and um you know, I'm the main reason I saw health, wealth and health, and I came to this room. Um, and I, you know, if anyone wants to collaborate with me on this, it's a national platform, uh, which will be in US um, soon. It's in Canada right now. Um, thank you. I'm Heidi, and I'm done speaking. Thank you, Heidi. That was, that's amazing. And it sounds amazing. And if you would, if you wouldn't mind, I would like to learn more about that platform. It sounds it sounds awesome. Thank you so much for your share. So you're in Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire's Breakfast Club. Tonight we're having breakfast for dinner. Uh, we are here uh, Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to now 8 p.m., and the hour is coming near. Um, we are here Saturday with, oh, look, Brielle's here. Brielle starts us off at 6 a.m., and we go all the way through noon, and we have the amazing uh, new, the amazing sales meeting with Brian Benstock that day, one of my favorite things and one of my first experiences with Breakfast with Champions. Hey, Brian Hess is here. I feel like I feel, I feel like this is where we were this morning, right, when we started. <laughs> um, so uh, we appreciate you coming in, and we we'll have, we'll have time for maybe one or two more questions. Please keep them brief so that anybody else that wants to ask, if anybody does have a question, I'd love to hear it. Doctor, I have a question. Um, unless somebody else pipes in. So you were talking no, about, no, okay, so you're talking about earlier uh, 60 to 90 days, right, to get it under control. So do you have like a, a plan that kind of works for everybody during that 60 to 90 days, just in case anybody's listening? Or is it like, is it personally, you know, personalized to each customer or client? How does that work? So it starts with a test that you get. Um, and now, and, and the nice thing about, um, the internet and and the sort of long tail economy in healthcare now is that uh, some of these tests that that medical doctors either don't know about or won't order because they don't understand it are available to you through various sources. So like you can come to my clinic and I have that test available. You take it home, you prick your finger, put your blood in it, and then send it off, and they send me the results. So there are a lot of ways to get that started, but the first way is to um, get your ratio is get your ratio diagnosed so that test would be where we started and then we would look at what were the actual complaints of the person whether it be brain fog or is it more you know musculoskeletal complaints where the 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 tendons the ligaments the joints are not functioning as as, as well as they could and that would determine the type of blend of oil that you would use so it's not the same for everybody, but it but 
the truth is, is you're getting it either EPA or DHA. These are two types of, of fatty acids, right, that you get from fish. And it seems very complicated, but the simple fact of the matter is you write down DHA, you write down EPA, and there are, I'm getting a lot of, I'm getting a lot of flack from the, veg, the from the vegans out here, but, but I'm talking about essential fatty acids from fish, um, then you can, then, then you can start with that. So even if you don't know what your ratio is, you could just start with a good source of that. I recommend standard process. That's what I use in my clinic. You can only get it from practitioners as a rule. Um, you can buy it bootleg, but you'll pay twice the price. So why not just help a chiropractor or naturopath or acupuncturist out and buy it from them in your local area. And if you have a hard time finding that, I can help you with that as well. Uh, did that answer your question, Tara? Yeah, that was dynamite, sweetheart. I brought up uh, Emma. Emma, did you have a question? Uh, hi. Hi. Uh, let's see, Dr. Shang. Uh, I have two short questions. Uh, first is about sugar. Uh, I would like to know uh, if take too much, uh, take a lot of cap um, sugar. So is that affect the brain? So I think your question is, does sugar affect the brain in a negative way? Yes, yes. Okay, so yes. Um, sugar is one of the uh, worst things that's happened to industrial society since we became industrial because the more sugar we have, the more we can sort of light up our brains in certain areas and get a dopamine hit from them, unlike any other drug that's out there. Um, in, fa in fact, there have been plenty of studies, and I don't know if she's still here. Angie is still here. I'm pretty sure she could speak. Angie, can you speak to this? Because I think you'll have a better uh, better way of explaining it. You there? I guess she's away from her phone. But basically, a neuroscientist would be able to answer this question better than I would. But basically, when, sugar, when you take sugar, you get, you get very, very, very rewarded in your brain. And the problem is when you eat too much sugar, it, your body stores it as glycogen and then fat. And then we have obesity and we have insulin resistance and we have all kinds of problems that go with it. So sugar addiction is a brain problem. Uh, I don't know if Bernita's here. Bernita is not, but she would tell you that sugar addiction is a brain problem. But the simple fact of the matter is, is that you can take actual supplements that curb your craving for sugar. Uh, if you want to write this down, it's called Gymnema. It's G-Y-N-E-M-A. And it works like nobody's business. And I'm and you are hearing that from a sugar addict. Did that answer your question now? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, actually, my question was uh, if not taking enough sugar. Sorry. Uh, I, I, would, I, I would say that's a hard no. Oh, okay. So you're I mean, hard. Yes, you are taking you are taking enough sugar because no sugar is 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 there's no amount of sugar that is necessarily necessary. Because I heard that if uh, we are not taking enough sugar, uh, it will damage our brain. <laughs> so that's why. Oh, I, oh, I see what you're saying. So, so what you're talking about is blood sugar, right? Uh, just regular sugar, right? I'm not so sure actually. Okay. So what I think you're talking about is when your is when your serum blood sugar goes down, and I have a lot of experience with this because I have a child who is a type one diabetic. 
and her blood sugar goes low quite a bit. And I think this is what you're talking about because you don't need sugar for your brain to survive. Um, in fact, you can get you can get the carbohydrates from better sources than from sugar. So if you're having problems, this is probably a better chat offline. So feel free to hit me up in any DM, uh, whether Instagram or here, and we can have a better conversation about it than we can have here because I think for the most part, uh, you're talking about just having low blood sugar and the effects that that has on a brain, uh, and that that is not a good thing. But for the most part, you could not eat any sugar and be okay, as far as I know. But not not not, but not eliminate carbs because you need the carbs for fiber and other things. Uh, but sugar, it's is not necessary for anybody here, unless you're a Domino's. A domino sugar salesman. Oh, okay, thank you. That's my question. Thank you for your question. So, do we have any more I questions? Have a question. I have a I question, Doctor. Yes. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for the opportunity. So, I have two children on on the spectrum, on the ASD spectrum. Um, one on one side, one the other. Um, very picky eaters. One is a vegan. Um, is there anything that you recommend as far as like supplements or and vitamins that I should be giving them to give them a better quality life and um, and, and, and just overall just supplements that will help them with their condition? Thank you. So this is an interesting question, and the problem the problem with the way that you ask the question, and I'm not I'm not trying to be critical, is we don't know what part of the spectrum they're on and what or do you know what what chromosomal chromosomal defect they have? Are are they in that are they in that lot? They have autism, both of them. Okay. And do you know what type of autism? That's the question I have for you, because there are a couple of different types. Um, so no, I do not. Okay. So then I don't have a really good answer for you, except for there have been a number of studies that show that they that that most autistic children do real well with uh, surface level detoxification, de detoxification by using um, magnesium sulfate or Epsom salt. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but Epsom salt baths are one of the best things you can do for yourself, period, folks. It's a great way to get magnesium. It's a great way to get sulfur that you can use in your joints. It also detoxifies the body as well as relaxes the muscles. And for children on the spectrum, it has worked miracles for some of them. I'm not saying that it's a, a cure-all or it's a definite thing but it can't hurt to give that a try. As far as other supplements go, you can't go wrong giving somebody uh, fatty acids to help with brain development, right? So there are some edible, uh, I'm sorry, some chewable omega-3s, not the gummies, please, not the gummies, chewable omega-3s that you can get. They usually taste like lemon or something like that. That's, a, that, that's beneficial for any child. They don't have to be on the spectrum, but a, but a child on the spectrum would definitely benefit from having better control of their brain facilities and decrease in noise in general. And that's what that would provide them for. You can also look into and talk to a medical professional or naturopath or an acupuncturist that does nutrition or any of this stuff. Um, but the, but the, the truth is that CBD oil, okay, and, we're, and for those of you who don't know, CBD does not mean THC. It means something else. CBD oil has been shown to help with some types of autism as well. But I would definitely, if you're not getting the satisfaction you want from the system, then please 
Go to somebody who does things a little differently. Have them look and see if there's anything you can do. You can find a functional medical doctor, a functional medicine doctor on any street corner in any city right now. You probably can't spit without hitting one. So please give that a try and see if, it, if, if that can help them. But the I would definitely try the, uh, the Epsom salts because that is an easy, cheap fix for a lot of things. Does that answer your question, Anibal? Yes, sir. Thank you, doctor. Appreciate you. My pleasure. Thank you, and good luck. I hope that uh, I hope I hope that that situation uh, really does does help help does clear up for you. I feel for you, man. All right. So, people, we're run. We're down to our last two minutes. I have a. If we have a quick question, that that's it. Otherwise, I will close out the room if Sarah's not here. Anybody? Well, thank you so much for my first wellness my first wellness. Uh, segment on Breakfast with Champions. I appreciate all of you. I think, can you thanks. repeat the last uh, 58 minutes? I, I, I missed a few notes. <laughs> yes, I can repeat the last 58 minutes. Take it from minutes. the top. You did okay. a great job, Dr. Khan. Thank you very much. I've wanted this segment at this time on this day for a really long time, and I'm appreciative of everybody who stayed with me and the, the familiar faces that were here at 5 a.m. that came back. So thank you very much. So this is Breakfast with Champions, and tonight was breakfast for dinner. We, we want to thank you for stopping by. We're very glad that you were here. We now have programming 15 hours a day, 5 a.m. to 8 p.m., Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to noon. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.